Oh, hey kids, you are about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Previously on the Jock Doc Podcast. My name's Compley the Elf. Okay. I have come to kind of drop some truth bombs on all of you guys. I don't know if y'all are ready for what I have to say. Santa promised my daddy a good lie, but he was promising my daddy all this stuff, and then there started to be a little bit of a change when my daddy was kind of thinking he wasn't going to go. We started to feel like we needed to get on his sleigh and go with him, or we would regret it. We were made to feel that way. Suddenly. What did he he do to make you feel that way? He would just say things like, Hmm, it sure would be bad if my reindeer obliterated this whole village of all your family. He would say things like oh, that. Wow. He would say things like, I'm sorry to hear Wow, that. if you don't get on my sleigh, I would hate to see the carnage, so... Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLennonSmith.com. I would like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We have received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as acute hemolytic transfusion reactions and good tidings, so I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Good morning, Dr. London. Hey, I guess good good morning to you. Is that is that related to the the s'mores you're, you're holding? Well, the, the, the graham crackers and whatever that you're holding right now? No, these are unrelated. And they're not, you, they are just graham crackers. Those aren't s'mores. Yeah, I guess. You have to have like two more ingredients for it to be s'mores. Yeah, I didn't see Well, milk. the trick is about that, people don't know it can be any two ingredients. Okay. The the chocolate the chocolate marshmallow combination is is just the most popular. Because I think it was featured in like Star Wars or a movie or something like that. Yeah, because so you remember like Ewoks or whatever were like, were like roast and s'mores or whatever. But you could it could be like lasagna mm-hmm. and like uh like any sort of ham. And that one's a ch- a cheat one, Cured right? You always smoked ham. You always say that lasagna is the cheat for it because it has so many ingredients in itself already. Yeah, that you you kind of one up the classic s'mores. Yeah, I mean, because what's the difference? The that Hershey's chocolate bar. Look at the ingredients on that thing. It's got sodium bixocate and color brown color number fourteen. It has a thousand different ingredients. So then, why not just put like an entire sandwich, let's say, in between those two graham crackers? Yeah. And so, is that what you're? Is that what you're making today? Because you, I see the graham crackers. Oh no, you're you're still wondering about the good schmorning thing. Yes, I didn't, I didn't know if you had figured that out from context clues. No, that's just because I'm trying to start some new jock doc holiday traditions. I uh, like saying good schmorning at this time of year. Yeah, like that was one. I'm I'm testing all these out and seeing how they're received. You know, I didn't grow up with traditions 
Mm-hmm. My dad was always at, you know, we've talked about this a bit before, you know, my dad worked at the sock factory mm-hmm. for the right sock. My mom worked at the sock factory for the left sock. That's right. And Christmas day was one of their busiest days because of how many socks they had to make. And so, yeah. yeah. And so most of the day we didn't do caroling or, you know, having a Christmas goose or anything like that. Um, it was it was mostly just me and my siblings um, sort of dragging a bunch of stuff outside because we're sort of acting out. Okay, I feel like I thought you were about to say more there. You were acting out. No, like that a, was it. A yeah, play? we just like pushed the couch outside and stuff like that. So then when our parents got home, they would know we were really, really pissed off. Oh, okay, okay. For it's just our way of acting out. Okay. Well, I was gonna say you—you you normally don't talk about your siblings. I—I I don't like talking about my yeah my my childhood or my history that much. I'm not big on talking about me. You know, I like to keep myself private. That's why I don't put a lot of like private information on the show. Yeah. I try to stay in the background and not not talk too much on mic. You know, and you know that's definitely built up a reputation of me being sort of like the quiet guy who sits in the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, the song. But anyway, so yeah, yeah. I'm trying to make some new holiday traditions, okay. new Christmas traditions. And the first one I've got is good schmorning. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it doesn't mean anything yet, but it could. Again, I mean, if it schmores, making about s'mores is, I guess, fine. It's, yeah, it's not um, like the season you. But it's not s'morning, it's schmorning. I know, but it, for whatever reason, I made me think of it. Uh, maybe if you say it, while holding out a s'more, or maybe you can call it a s'more whenever it's outside of the conventional ingredients. Yeah. Okay, you don't sound um, enthusiastic about that. No, that sounds like a terrible idea. But I mean, like other traditions, we've got we. You have the axe that you're always carrying around, ready for a tree or a chair leg. Yeah, for or the... just a person's leg that looks like a chair leg. Yeah, uh, all for the Christmas fire. And then we can make a huge, instead of a Christmas tree, we have a huge Christmas bonfire. But I was going to say, we, you know, also do caroling, but we don't do a lot of the traditional carols. We do like uh, that Cobra Starship song that's like, I make them good girls go bad. Mm-hmm. That has Leighton Meester on it. Yeah. So that that one we do a lot. With the family? Um, well, no, I mean, this is just the new tradition. So, oh, for us. Yeah, with the family, with us. So yeah. that's one of my new ones. Um, you know, I would say maybe uh, instead of watching like a traditional Christmas movie, one that could be ours could be maybe one of the Faces of Death movies. I, I'm I'm not familiar. I feel like the, the title would kind of push me away from from that oh yeah it was just a series of sort of like snuff type of films that were kind of fake from like the 70s okay and so and I so think you think that should 80. be i honestly don't really know but that's gonna be the fun of it being a tradition but i do know it's it supposedly shows a lot of people dying and like animals dying and stuff okay yeah so maybe it's sort of we'll- like it's the end of the year so like that's dying off to birth something new, which is the New Year's baby. Is that do you have a New Year's baby or is that a metaphor? No, just like in just like in pop culture, like that's okay. be like a New Year's baby, you know? 
Yeah, you always hear people saying, oh, here, the New Year's, it's almost the, you know, it's almost January time for that New Year's baby we all. Yeah, well, it's the depiction of the previous year as an old man and the next year as a baby. Okay, well, that's, um, anyway, so that, that was our producer, Cameron. Uh, also with us is Digital in the House. <laughs> Good morning, Dr. London. Good morning, Dr. London. I'm trying to start some new Jock Dog holiday tradition. Like saying, good morning at this time of year? Yes. Later, Cameron tells me that we have a, a special returning guest, one that we haven't seen since last year, correct? That's right, Dr. London. Yes. Let's just say I brought back one of the faves. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Well, like, if it, especially Don't if it's- say more. If it's from, from this specific time last year, then I, like, I think our listeners would, would know who it's going to be. Yes. Do you want me to? Okay. That it's so well. You think they are gonna think that it's Mr. Soapy again? No, all the what was Mr. Soapy not a favorite? Mr. Soapy has been very controversial in the Jock Doc fan community because of the whole bombing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, not not from the episode, but more the fallout from the episode. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to that the, those incidents. We don't need I don't to talk get about too far it, and we're it technically for any new not listeners. allowed to talk yes, about it. Legally. Yeah. Um, yeah. But if you if you want to hear that episode, you know, it was, uh, Mr. Soapy, Mr. Drain, I think were the guests. Anyway, before we move on, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So I found this note spelled out in string lights across the roof of a house when I was driving past. So uh, this note reads, "Quote." Can you ask your sister to return my casserole dish? We are not on speaking terms. She knows why. I need that dish. End quote. So, you know, first of all, to this listener, thank you for reaching out to us here at the Jock Talk Podcast. Um, to answer your question, uh, sure. I guess, I guess I could go ahead and pass on that word to my sister. But I guess my question here would be, why did you communicate this with the lights on your house rather than texting me or something. That's what, I guess, to me, that's that's the odd part. Do you think it's COVID concerns that's keeping from returning the dish? Uh, it could be. I mean, I know a lot of people are having difficulties with, you know, s- people who really um, are trying to be cautious are, you know, keeping their distance from anyone that could harm them or that they could harm by transferring anything. So... Yeah, and does the person who has the dish, who has the dish right now? Is this, this is your... My sister has the dish. And has, has she been, like, acting really funny lately? Like, acting really sick? Yeah, she, like, really, yeah, like, hilarious. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's been sick, like hilarious. Yeah, she's had anything funny. Yeah, kind of, kind of cool, kind of. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. She's been she she's been trying stand up. I guess is. Yeah, but has she been like vomiting or? No. Has she been pale or have a fever? So she doesn't contact me when she gets sick. That's a policy of hers. Oh, okay. So, and when was the last time she talked to you? Well, it's been a few years now. Okay, yeah. So she's really sick. That's why she hasn't returned the the casserole dish. The dish, yeah. Okay. Well, then you should really do something about that as a doctor. I feel like that's your ethical responsibility to help out. I just, you know, I'm so busy, and it's like if I get a text from her, sure, then I'll try to whatever but like I'm, I'm just pretty busy yeah, it's true with the holidays and everything yeah. you'll never find time to see your sister yeah not my family all right uh anyway so to this listener thank you for listening now for today's medical topic radiation pneumonitis Radiation pneumonitis is a condition of interstitial pulmonary inflammation resulting from radiation exposure. So it occurs in 5 to 15% of patients who undergo thoracic irradiation for lung cancer, breast cancer, lymphoma, or thymoma. Um, Morbidity and mortality are uh, related to the irradiated lung volume, dose, patient status, and concurrent chemotherapy. So... Basically, how am I supposed to come up with another pneuma pneuma thing? Are you talking about the last week's? I th- so on last week's medical lesson, uh-huh. because I have to be able to like spin this and put my two cents into the medical Do lesson. Do you though? We talked mostly. We talked mostly about the pneuma pneuma guy because that's you're talking about pneuma pneuma disease and if that guy was born like that or not. Pneumonitis. But I thought I just assumed we were done with the pneuma pneuma stuff. So now now there's like a whole another thing. So so pneumonitis, the itis refers to, you know, inflammation, the, the pneuma refers to the lungs. So this is radiation induced yeah, pneuma pneuma guidus. Yes, yeah, so I so just to clarify, Cameron, you don't ever have to feel obligated to jump in on these medical lessons. I feel like it actually it takes away from them because the you know listeners are just trying to learn medicine for this podcast. Listeners are trying to learn whatever I tell them they're trying to learn. That's the power we have. We're in control. So we can... Yeah, it's medical because we decided it's medical. This could be a podcast about go-karts next week if we wanted to. We're in control. Yeah. It... We control our listeners like the little puppets that they are. Yes. Okay. Well, you, you, I, at least on my end, I, I want to just teach medicine if that's, if that's all right. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care. That's easier for me. I don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so in radiation pneumonitis, uh, the acute form occurs six. Oh, like the pneuma pneuma guy. Ah, dang it. I already did. I did all of the, that. The radiation. Okay, go ahead. The acute form occurs one to six month, uh, six months after irradiation. The chronic form develops uh, one to two years later and is characterized by alveolar thickening and pulmonary fibrosis. Uh, patients may present with low grade fever, cough, chest fullness, uh, dyspnea, and that's difficulty breathing, um, and pleuritic chest pain, uh, hemoptysis, that's coughing up blood, and even acute respiratory distress. So, uh, well, you know who didn't have difficulty breathing was the Numa Numa guy. 
doing that video for a full. It was a while. Three and a half yeah. minutes. Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about the Numa Numa guy at all, right? Because that was from an old episode. Look, I, I don't. Once again, I'm just teaching a medical lesson. I don't know how to. There's nothing else for me to grab onto. You say acute. I've definitely already done stuff on that. Yeah, I. So if if my I think like a few times if my object was to have you interrupt me, I'm supposed to spice it up. That's the whole point of this show. Yeah, I know that is that you present this boring Wikipedia article, and then I come in, and then I I basically shoot a shotgun of excitement into the the article you're reading. Okay, so you know we're we're kind of we're pretty close to being done here, so I'm just gonna over go over imaging. So on imaging, the chest X-ray is usually normal. Uh, CT scan, however, that would be the best study. CT, and that's like the CAT scan, that's computed tomography scan. It would likely maybe camera time. Oh no, I've definitely done camera time. Yeah, it it would likely reveal diffuse infiltrates, um, which is the hallmark of this disease. Uh, ground glass density, uh, patchy, hallmark. homogenous, you know, consolidation, uh, uh, hallmark, uh-huh. you know, uh, it's Christmas cards, right? How, how come all the Christmas cards for your grandparents are always those little cartoons now? What happened to one that just, the ones that just said, hey, grandma, now they're just always little cartoons, like little old ladies telling some joke about drinking wine or whatever. Okay, now for our listeners, this is a portion of Cameron's stand-up routine that he's been trying to find a way to work into the... I'm surprised it hasn't worked its way into medical lessons really thus far. Oh, my stand-ups? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have a tight five that's... I mean, it's roughly like 13 minutes long because it's different every time. Yeah, well, this one, this is part, if I'm not mistaken, this is part of your six-hour special. It's part of a special, but which is itself part of a larger whole, which is sort of a cinematic universe of my stand-up. Mm-hmm. So to say it's a six-hour special, well, no, it's really a chapter in a much larger special of my career, which is 30-some-odd years long. Okay, so in any case, we're... You know, on imaging, um, you know, patients can also see uh, there can be patchy homogenous consolidation, pleural or pericardial effusions. Uh, once again, the CT scan is excellent for detecting uh, recurrent cancer in the irradiated area. So CT scan, computer tomography is what you're going to want to use there. And the treatment of choice for this would be uh, corticosteroids. So the so uh, imagine the Numa Numa guy right on steroids. So that's Which, something. Okay, and and I wasn't gonna give because I don't want to give away your special, but that that the Numa Numa guy, once again, very big part of your stand up. Oh yeah, and he's in it. Oh yeah, you got him. He comes back and he does a concert in the special, full concert. Which because he's lip syncing for it, right? in the video but yeah. this time you've got him actually performing yeah i mean it's still lip syncing but it's just lots yeah. of pop stars like lip sync at their shows but they still perform okay yeah yeah all right well so it's just the numa numa yeah. guy all right well, we can and that's that takes up like that's about an hour and a half of the yeah what yeah you're six hour time. special all right well um we can move on from there if that's all right yeah 
All right, so uh, our guest today is actually a returning guest that goes by the name of Clompy the Elf. And last time she was here, uh, she exposed Santa for enslaving and mistreating the elves. Yes. Um, it has been a full year, so I'm, you know, there, there was some mention of starting a revolution, and now we've been... You, yeah, we need to check in on this. I want, yeah. to, I want to hear some more about this. So the thing is, we've been, we've been so caught up in, you know, the human rights issues and here in the States... Uh, we don't always keep up with news from the North Pole, so yeah, not as much as we should. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, here is um, Clumpy. Hey, nice to have you well, back, Clumpy. Hey, Doctor London. Hey, Cameron. Good to see y'all. Hi, nice to see you. Wow. Hey, you seem in a in a chipper mood. Oh well, how could I not be? I mean, the sun is shining, the birds are singing. Uh... And the birds aren't the only thing that's singing, let me tell you. Oh, what, what do you mean by that? I'm here to release my single. Uh, like, my like a debut musical? album is coming out. It's been about, it's a long, it's been a long journey to get here. And now's the time to release it, so. Okay. So is... Is this is this a side thing, like sort of a side your your normal elf work, but also you know you, last time you came on, you were sort of had talking as sort of an activist. Mm-hmm. Is this something you're still doing? Well, yeah, things have kind of taken a turn for me, and I've kind of gone down a different path. So let's just—I'm uh, actually just here to mostly talk about my singles. So. Let's just go ahead and cue it up. DJ Dylan, this is the world premiere. Uh, yeah, no, for sure. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited about it. Attention to my haters in this month of December. Check my list one, two, I'm trying to remember. Everything you said about me all in the blogs ain't really been affecting me. Just sipping eggnog, ducking paparazzi, thinking I got secrets to sell. All I know is my man, he been treating me well. Santa got me shining like a diamond. Santa got me glistening like a gem. All I really need to know now is, could you ever forgive me on my sins? I'm so sorry about what I said, baby. About what I did Cause when I see things from your way, baby I know you've got lots to give <laughs> Santa got me shining like a diamond Santa got me glistening like a gem Santa pulling up outside the studio He's bringing me around your skin Dasher, Dancer, Blitzen, Cupid, me and Santa Stupid, you already know that Clumpy gets her way. You already know what's going down in the sleigh, like. Wow. Oh, Brand man. new! Brand oh, that was, new! That was new. That, that sounds a lot different from what I remember. That's right, it is brand new. Yeah. I meant more like new as in uh, a lot of your, what it sounds like your opinions are of, I guess, your situation, yourself, your relation to Santa. Oh, yeah. Things have never been better for me, honestly. Yes. 
and I know you're you're here to promote. So I guess first, first you you can tell us about you know what what are you trying to say with this song? I'm kind of just trying to let my haters know things are good for me. Uh, stop trying to drum up negativity. I'm kind of on a positivity wave, and I'm trying to address the haters and say your haters are your motivators. Mm-hmm. Quit hating on my come up, okay? Yeah. You're getting a lot of haters these days? It's just a lot of people like, don't you remember your Uncle Chumpy? Mm-hmm. Don't you remember what happened in the war? Don't you remember who Santa really is? I'm like, Daddy, you're just hating on my come up. Santa's not who you guys thought he was and who I thought he was. So most of your haters are are relatives, is that right? Yeah, they're always saying, Clompy, don't you remember? Can't you remember everything that he put us through? It, it hasn't changed. He's still enslaving us. We still don't get any breaks. And I'm like, well, he's, no, he is different. Just because he doesn't seem different to you doesn't mean he's not different. Huh. He's changed. He's totally different to me. Just because they choose to stay in that negative headspace doesn't mean that I have to be dragged down into the pit of hell with them. So I'm just, just trying to say, haters, come on now. Well, and it's not it's not even just having a positive attitude. I mean, you not only has your opinion changed on Santa, but now you're making songs that are, I mean, sort of propaganda for him. I feel like that's a that's a huge 180 from last year. I I wouldn't say propaganda at all. No, everything that Santa's done for me. I mean, I I can't help but shout it from the rooftops. He's the one paying for my career, for my tour. Just to try to get to, I guess, find out where your headspace is and track from from where you were to where you are now. Um, The last time we spoke to you, you wanted us to gather all the people of the world and weapons and fire and go to Siberia to fight... Santa in the war in a revolution. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's kind of that's kind of making me laugh but, too. Hearing you but, laugh. Um, okay. But it's it because the genocide, so right? That was that was the main that was a big problem in the enslavement. I just remember how naive I used to be, and it just maybe um. You know, maybe instead of trying to ask you, maybe we can go through these lyrics. Maybe there'll be some clues to find out, like, you know, a little bit of your thought process here. I would like to focus on the music if we could. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this this is like a, like a behind the scenes, like a behind the music type of thing, which will be hopefully a treat for your fans. I mean, you're talking about your haters. I, I assume you've got some fans too, right, Clompy? Pretty much anyone who's a fan of Santa at this point is a fan of Clumpy. Wow. Oh, okay. By default. Okay. Yeah. Well, it should be an easy transition then. Honestly, you should think about maybe putting your EP in his bag so that he can kind of hand it out to to everyone he gives gifts to come Christmas Day. We're kind of more working with the YouTube people mm. uh, that sent their albums directly to the 
iPod, we're more on that type of technology. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I guess that's a little old school to send them, send them physical EPs. I mean, what would they play it on? Oh, yeah. Devices. Yeah, that's true. Uh, so, so let's look at some of these lyrics that you said. So you said... um. You know, attention to all my haters this month of December. That that makes sense. Most of us could say that. Yes. Um, you know, check your list. Yeah. Trying to remember. Uh, everything you said about me in all the blogs ain't really affecting me. I'm sitting agnostic. What what were people saying in the blogs? Well, it's kind of been like, what what do I do if my daughter's been brainwashed? Okay, so this is your mother. Yes, your mother's blog. And trying to gain support. I'm just like, I don't understand why they choose to stay in a negative headspace. We've moved on. We have a record deal. We've got a tour around the world with Santa. I mean, I just am ready to leave that in the past. Just to, just to speak to how someone can stay in a negative headspace, some people, uh, whenever your world changes, whenever your perspective changes, sometimes their perspective and their world may remain so unchanged that, you know, that that their worldview doesn't have a reason to switch like yours That's has. That's on them. Yeah, well, I, it sounds like maybe, and this is just a guess here, that maybe your, your circumstances changed drastically, which I think was revealed a little bit in the lyrics here. Um, you, you know, it happened in such a way as to make you uh maybe no longer enslaved yeah it sounds like i mean it sounds like santa signed you to his record label is that about right my positive choices changed my circumstances okay so what led to you getting so santa is funding this tour and this album and this music you've referenced that a number of times so how did that even come about like how did santa sign you did you go to him with this music or did he I mean, how did you get signed? He listened to the last podcast, and he called me in. He met with me. He started meeting with me seven days a week, which was actually kind of a paradigm shift for me a little bit because Elf Weeks are only five days. And so, first of all, when he revealed, oh, actually, weeks are seven days, and you're going to be with me seven days a week meeting and discussing things, uh, you know, I kind of started seeing things a different way, and so... Okay, so so increased exposure to a given culture that you had previously demonized um, whenever you had some sort of intimate encounter with it, uh, it meaning, in this case, you know, Santa's in his world, um, you know, it, it forced you to have a changed perspective, which, you know, a lot of people can benefit from being around people who they previously thought ill of without really understanding them so i you know I do, I do see some validity to that approach and he had some wonderful cookies oh okay and i would just kind of eat these cookies and kind of you know suddenly i really started to see everything kind of differently and yeah okay that's just kind of been the positive wave i've been riding ever since and so i'm just kind of letting my haters know like bye bye kind of thing yeah and your haters who are mostly your parents but 
Um, I wanted to ask a little bit about, I mean, so how are things for everyone else? Like your, you know, your family seems to be mad about this. How are their conditions and livelihood? Are they also, you know, living in glamour like you're doing right now, touring the world? They still choose to live in a five-day week Mm. and in a five-day week mindset. Yeah. And so that's because they work five days a week. Are you sure that they are, that that's a choice for them? Could they choose not to work that much or have that mindset? They still need to pay for their, you know, living quarters and their soup. Yeah. Whereas you, 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 you didn't have to keep paying for those or... I'm wondering what separates you from them. Well, it's it sounds like Santa. I mean, I think we can just find this out from yeah, the lyrics. Yeah, it's probably in the lyrics. It says right here. All I know is my man. He be treating me well. Santa got me shining like a diamond. Santa got me glistening like a gem. All I really need to know now is, could you ever forgive me of my sins? <laughs> So it sounds like you've been hanging out with Santa a lot, Clompy. Like a lot, a lot. Is oh, there yeah. a? I mean, is that it's? Is he your man? I mean, is, is that, Are y'all like? Are y'all together? Well, here's the thing. He's got a wife, right? They've been married. I mean, for like a thousand mm-hmm. years. Right. That's what I was about to say. So the thing with Santa's wife is actually she's immortal. She she is a mortal. So that means, you know, she kind of starts getting older. His current wife is about 99 years old. Oh, so there's been a lot of Mrs. Clauses? Correct. Okay. So here's the thing. You know, she doesn't really know what's going on anymore. She's kind of just in a room. She's kind of just older yeah so she's had a declining cognitive function she probably has dementia she has no clue what's happening yes that's that's so sad to hear oh well that's just kind of something that you know human women have to sign up for when they marry santa and take on the mrs claus yeah it really should be more of a job for an immortal being i'm thinking so (laughs) But, well, I mean, elves, if I remember correctly, they, they only live, you know, 700 years, which isn't, it isn't a small amount necessarily, but it's certainly not immortal either. With the current technology and the current medical knowledge That's true. that you're working with, yes. Okay. We don't know what the tech's going to be like 700 years from now. Um, and I can't get into it too much, but, I mean, Santa's working with, the highest tier people you could possibly imagine. He's Santa. Yes. Yeah, he sounds like he's a pretty, like, connected guy, for sure. Yeah, which I would expect. He's got me on this world tour. Yeah, and I mean, for him to be able to even get a world tour during COVID, when, like, Beyonce can't get one going, like, no one can, that alone is huge. So, I mean, he must have paid a pretty penny for this. He must, like, really believe in your message. Something else that Santa's done that a lot of people are not giving him credit for is Santa made 
the most ventilators mm. out of any country on earth. Wow. So you do have to give them that. Yeah. No, and I don't think that that's really the issue. I guess for me, it's still, you know, the uh, the war crimes that you that you mentioned the last time you were on the show. Uh, I recognize your relationship to Santa has changed, but is the, you know, is the genocide still a problem? Uh, I know even in your song you mentioned, you know, the, the very creatures that he used to commit the genocide, which was the reindeer, that that he brought you reindeer skin. I don't know if that was a, a way of apologizing and saying that he's done with that life. Um, could, could you shed any light on that? what those lyrics meant? He made me a reindeer skin jacket that I wanted because I really didn't like one of the reindeer, if I'm being honest with you. Who did he, who did he make it out of? This is an, a Jock Doc exclusive. Vixen. Ooh, the bad boy. So, okay, because you, definitely the last time you were on the podcast, you were so afraid of this these reindeer. Like, you were, it was a, you, you were making it sound like being in their presence would be the most terrifying thing of your life. And now you're talking pretty casually about them and just saying that, like, you didn't even want them to be, you know, gotten rid of or anything. It's just that you wanted their skin for a jacket. And I'm just, I'm just trying to understand, once again, this transition from one way of thinking to now. I I think, can I have, I have almost a a guess here, if you don't mind. Reading the lyrics as well. And I, I have questions about this because we need specifics. But it, it does say, we don't want to skip over it. Could you ever forgive me of my sins? I'm so sorry about what I said, baby, and about what I did. I can presume the I'm so sorry about what I said is probably what you said on this mm-hmm. podcast, right? Which is why he called you. And by the way, very excited and... to have another listener. So great! thank you for introducing it to Santa. But I got to ask, it says... Because when I see things from your way, baby, what does that mean? Seeing things his way. What is that? What is that? What does that look like? It looks like living in abundance and living in glamour and dripping in jewels and getting to go on expensive trips to Fiji. And those are the types of things that... We like That's to how he discuss. sees life. He sees life yeah. through having immense wealth. Is that? And and going on holiday around the world. And just getting things done that need to be gotten done. I mean, you know, he's just, he gets things done. That's all that I can say, really. What, what, what does that mean? What kind of stuff what is, is he, he getting, getting done? done? Whatever he needs to, that's what he gets done. I really am not comfortable talking about all that. I really just want to focus on the music here. Yeah, so, and once again, I feel like we are very focused on the music. Uh, But, you know, given that maybe these lyrics are uncomfortable for you, um, what are the, uh, whenever you do this music, whenever you perform... Are the proceeds going towards maybe helping your family or helping those, you know, who are enslaved, maybe helping bring them out of the, you know, that, as you said, that headspace? Uh, 
Yeah, what would they need to do to uh, get on your vibe, your positive vibes? Like, what 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 does that mean in a practical sense? They would just need to start living in abundance and start uh, living a conquering life and start, you know, dripping in jewels and glistening like gems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like a, courageous thoughts and ideas. So, I. It sounds like you. Your whole perspective now is defined by having a lot of money, by having means, and it sounds like your problem with your family is that they have they do not have means, and so they will not understand. Do you think maybe you could share with them some of this this wealth? Because it's not really my wealth to give. I can kind of share my way of thinking, and that is positivity, and that is moving forward, and that is leaving, you know, the ugly and the gross in the past. And I can kind of leave, you know, staring at the problem all the time. I can leave that in the past, and they can too. So you say it's not yours to give, but I'm referring specifically to the 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 revenue that you generate from your pop music tour. So I don't handle the money. I kind of let Santa pay, and I just kind of let him move the money around. He's your he's your money guy. So I can just focus on the art. Yeah. So he he does he sort of function as a guardian of sorts too, like. Takes care of your money, tells you what you can and cannot do, where you can and cannot go. I wouldn't word it like that, but if in some... How would you word it? Me and Santa have to make a lot of agreements for me to live this a certain way. That's how I would put it. I mean, if you're in a partnership... Yeah, that is a very positive way to put it, for sure. Which mm-hmm. you're all about. That's what I'm all about nowadays. So, I mean, what's next for your for this amazing new career? Just going to be putting out some more songs and keep touring around the world. And we'll see if we find life on other planets and might start touring over there. Is that something you, you guys are actively doing? Or are you talking about in a hypothetical sense, like, if someone discovers that there are aliens, or is is this are are y'all searching for aliens? We have many partners, Elon Musk. I I don't I don't know what you mean by that. You don't know what we mean. You have many partners that are aliens. Partner, we're kind of just a part of a big think tank. Honestly, you guys don't even need to really know about that. We just need to focus on the music. Okay. Okay, well, I get that. Dasher, Dancer, Blitzen, Cupid, Me and Santa, Actin' Stupid. You already know that Clompy gets her way. What is Clompy's way? Yes, what is Clompy's way? Abundance. Positivity. Forward thinking. Diamonds, gems. Trips to Fiji. Okay. Trips to the Rocky Mountains. Right after Fiji. Yes. For a weekend. Okay, so gets her way, you mean... you? This is just the exact same thing that you, you've been saying the whole song, which is just get vacations. And gems, and... And gems, Louboutins, yeah. yeah. And 
my career. Okay, well... Things are going good for Clompy when I started using the power of positive thought. Yeah. Yeah, it does sound like your your newfound attitude and, um, you know, fr- friendship with uh, the old uh, man in the North Pole has definitely benefited with, with you With already getting down in the sleigh, like ho, ho, ho. But it's just friendship. Yes. I wouldn't... That's what's going down in the sleigh. I wouldn't say that. All right, well, um, you know, I feel like we... You know, we went through your song, and I feel like we, we kind of we got as in-depth with the lyrics as we can. But I I mean, I, no, I, I, I can't get over this, though, Dr. London. So you're, you're with Santa, but has he stopped his more violent tendencies from the past? Have you tried to get him to stop? I haven't seen that behavior from him. Well, you, you told us about watching... At his command, the reindeer, you know, destroying, I think obliterate was the term you used. Uh, You're all the family that would not say yes to leaving the South Pole to go to the North Pole. You know, your uncle. Was them not saying yes, just a lack of positivity? Was that, is that the, is that what he was doing? Was just trying to eliminate the negativity? things done and he moves forward and he's moving us to a new future so santa gets things done that's all that i need to say he's moving wait when you say us are you talking about you and the elves or are you talking about us as like humanity is is santa taking over the world or something well how many people believe in santa how many people worship santa Oh, on Earth, I mean, Se- like several seven people, billion, yeah. right? Hmm. Well, I don't really have to say much after that, huh? I, nope. Maybe, maybe stop, maybe stop being a little Facebook sheeple, and maybe start thinking for yourselves, like the elves. I wait. You mean like the elves, as in just you, or like the elves, as in? Your enslaved family. Clompy, do you have a role in the stuff Santa does now? Like, on the field? Are you a ranking military member in Santa's army now? Mostly, I just like to stick with the music. And I mostly like to discuss the music. Okay. I, you know, Cameron, I feel like we're not going to get much more out of her. I feel like, but it does, it just, I'm really worried that I don't, I don't want to live in the North Pole, and it does sound like Santa's trying to make the whole world like a North Pole place or something. Yeah, it does sound like... Or he's going to kidnap us and take us there. Well, it sounds like anyone who resists will be made to... Yeah, we're seen as the past that they're looking forward beyond. Yeah, but, you know... I w- look, and I hate to do it, but we got to get these chores done. Oh, yeah, we got to do the chores. Cameron, you want to explain the chore wheel for our listeners? Yeah, yeah, sure. So for any new listeners that we might have, we, Dr. Linda and I have been neglecting our chores, our to-do list for a really, really long time now. And it's kind of piled up into this huge list. So I created this wheel 
this chore wheel that has all, everything that we've got to do. And every week we've just spinning it. And then whatever it lands on, we have to do, even if we don't want to do it. And so, Clompy, will you uh, will you help us out with today's chore, whatever it is? Sure. Okay. And uh, do you want to you want to actually give it a give it an old spin? All right. Oh, not this one. But I like at, at the same time, I know that this is probably the time to do it. Yeah, and considering we put this on here last year, we're also sort of having to make up yeah. for not doing this last year. Okay, so too. Yeah, for our listeners, um, we we have some last minute Christmas shopping to do. That's that that's the chore. We all have, include including Clompy. Mm-hmm. We all have because Clompy was with us last year when we put this chore on our list. That's right. We all have relatives that. Look, I'm going to be honest, I forget about. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to think about every single relative every single holiday. I'm busy. I have a lot of things to feed. Yeah. Yeah. And and they'll they'll rise up if you don't. Yeah. They get pissed. But and organized. So we've got to but we got to get gifts. So um I figured we can probably help each other pick mm-hmm. some gifts. So I mean, Doctor Linda, who do you gotta who who do you gotta get a gift for? Well, it's, I mean, I guess it's kind of a normal thing, but like, so for me, the one that I forgot, and I'm sure she'll remember that I forgot, but um, it's my my great aunt uh, Listeria. So my great aunt uh, Listeria, yeah. she uh, she she always wants a very specific gift. It has to be, um, it has to be made of you know like a porcelain thing has to be that uh-huh. uh and beyond that i really don't i know that she loves pepper spray she loves pepper spray so she likes using it on people or she just likes I, the I, idea of it uh well i know she puts it on her food and oh okay yeah. so it's like a flavoring well it's thing that but also like she has posters like all the like you know some some um beverages will advertise all over you know all their posters for their brands she has that but for pepper spray brands all over her house yeah or like like people might have in their homes like a really old beer ad or like Mm -hmm. an old cigarette ad from like the 30s or something that's kind of cool you're saying she has pepper spray pepper spray ads everywhere and so like it's it's honestly one of those things where if you don't get her a pepper spray themed porcelain thing and you can't get her the same thing someone else got uh she'll she'll mark you down and the thing is there's an inheritance there so you really can't blow uh, it off yeah. you're kind of dependent on i mean i'm not dependent but her. like i it'd be nice you'd be, well you'd be stupid not to to maybe you'd get to travel the world with uh santa and clompy here I, a little bit help them on their initiatives yeah well i, I don't know if if our you know missions would cross over but anyway so clompy i don't know if you can help me with this either because i know you have some experience in gift uh construction and you know finding well i guess i can kind of just cheat because i do have access to santa's laptop i can just look it up and see what she actually does want oh okay 
Yeah, yeah, if you could do that, that would make it easy. I mean, I assume. Okay, it looks like, what was her name again? Uh, my great aunt Listeria. Okay. She wants the porcelain and pepper spray enema. Okay. I mean, that is, that's pretty close to what I was going to suggest in the first place. Wait, you were, before I started describing what she would want? No, before Clompy looked it up. Oh, okay. Because you have been... I, I was going to say a pepper spray shower from a porcelain shower head. Yeah. So it was just the opposite direction. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, all right. Well, thank you, Clompy. I guess I'll, I'll go ahead and, yeah, look that up. All right, and um, uh, Clompy, do you want to go next? I can't figure out what to get my boyfriend's mom. Okay. Is is your boyfriend's mom still alive? The thing with her is that she's immortal. Oh, right. So she has everything, and she also has transcended out of her physical self and is now kind of more of a light being. Those are tough to shop so, for. It's hard to figure out. So probably not clothes, right? I think it would just burn. Jewelry, yeah. That's I it. thought about a shade of lipstick, but people are so particular about that. Yeah, she wouldn't even like it. What about what about a like a a prism? I know light can travel through prisms. That's an interesting take yeah because well i if she likes to travel then then there well, that, you go. i mean that also could hurt right i i don't i i don't interact with beings of immortal beings of light as often as you might oh assume. you have to yeah you have to what is can, can i ask real quick what does she do for fun exists i can't okay, i can't I relate think the there prism might actually be a good idea then yeah <laughs> okay so that that'd be my recommendation is uh you know prism it may be make it holiday make make it a holiday prism like a santa prism mm -hmm. poinsettia prism well i was just saying like maybe like santa could be on it which for her would sort of function as like a like a framed picture because it would be for her son yeah does that does that seem adequate glumpy that seem like it'll work Sure. Uh, Cameron, what what's yours? Um, so I have to get a gift for my dog sitter's dog sitter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't get him anything at all last year. Or the year before. Or the year before. I've forgotten for a number of years, and it's kind of making it awkward. I've had to avoid parties and yeah. all this kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I, I cannot um, imagine being in your shoes. Yeah, so, oh. I mean, the only things I really know about him are that he's 11 feet tall, mm -hmm. um, and he's worth $74 billion. 11 feet tall, $7 million. D does he like dogs would be my a big question for me. No, I, I think he hates dogs. Okay. So we can roll that. Like my dog sitter uses him, but he he tells me to not use him. Okay. He's like, ah, I wouldn't use him, man. Like I do, but you gotta you gotta use me still. So it does make it sound like maybe he kind of hates dogs. 
Yeah. Okay, so I probably avoid getting something dog related. Um, yeah. But for an 11 foot tall. Which the opposite of get dog related would be to get something cat related, maybe. I mean, I, I don't know that it's necessarily the opposite. It's just, but yeah, usually someone's going to be either dog or cat person or no animal person. Uh, but seven feet tall and seven billion dollars. It sounds like eleven feet tall. Sorry, and dollars. Seventy four billion. Okay, I'm sorry. I I definitely missed that. So, with with someone who has such immense wealth and height, it's so hard to buy for. Well, I would I would think that um, you have to get something that's more sentimental, more aimed at what you know about the person. So like more like a creative gift yes, rather yes, than than a store bought. Well, I do have a a picture of him. I've only met this guy, I mean like 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 two times like 7 years ago. Yeah. So I've got a picture of him but not like of us together. It's sort of I had to. It's sort of he's in the background of another picture. Well, it's just his legs, right? Of our mutual friend. It's just his legs and his torso, and I sort of have to crop them out of it. So it really just it looks like like a zoomed in pair of legs is what it essentially. Okay, is. now that's something to work with though. Okay, so Clompy, do you have any ideas? First thing that was coming to my mind is you could use the picture as kind of a template to make. To sew him a pair of hand-tailored pants. I'm sure as an 11-foot man, it's very difficult to find pants the length that he needs them. And like we were saying earlier, he has everything. So it seems like you putting in the effort to learn how to sew, learn about fabrics. You know, it'll take you a couple years to become a master uh, seamstress. And then to Uh, sew the pants of an 11-foot tall man. That's just the immediate first thing that came to my That's, mind. Oh, this is really good. Okay, so so we're going to use both things here, the picture and making the pants. I'm going to spend the next 11 years of my life training to be a master seamstress. And I'm going to make him probably the most comfortable pair of pants that has ever existed. Yes. And... You could probably even grow the cotton. I'm going to harvest the cotton myself. Yeah, you have time. Then what we're going to do is, you know when people like recreate old pictures that they took? Like it'll, it'll be a picture of like from, it'll be them as a kid with a puppy and then they recreate it like years later with them as an adult with the dog. Mm-hmm. We can sort of do the same thing. Yeah, where I recreate this picture that I had to zoom in on, and it's just a picture of his legs, but with the new pants that I just made for him. Yeah, that sounds like it would really uh, really be something. Because, yeah, people love those recreated pictures. I love people it. People do love that. And that's giving him the gift of, you know, joining in on a viral sensation, assuming that... Oh, it'll, it'll be huge on Reddit, assuming Reddit is still around. Yeah, in 11 in, years. In, in 11 years, yeah. In 2031. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds fantastic. I don't... Honestly, my my idea feels so short-sighted at this point to... I, I No, both of y'all contributed. Yeah. Everyone helped. This was great. All right. So, um, I guess... So, so, I guess that's all of our chores done for today. Well, all of our yeah, chores. Yeah, that's it. Uh, 
all right so i guess i'll um yeah i'll just pull back because uh, to to put the this chore wheel back today, we have to wind this up. Okay, and stretch this back. You gotta. You need help with pushing the thing. Well, well, honestly, it's more that. So I got the hedge clippers here, and I've just gotta. I'm gonna just. Yep. Okay. Ow. Yep. And it's done. It's done. It's done. <sighs> okay. So uh, that's you the. Got me a little bit, but okay. That's the chore wheel. All right, so um, I feel like that's a good time to kind of bring this to a close. Uh, we've we've learned a lot about, you know, Clompy's new headspace and her her single. Uh, all right, so thank you, Clompy, for being on the show. Okay, well, bye. Okay. Uh, also, thank you to Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. Listeners are trying to learn whatever I tell them they're trying to learn. That's the power we have. We're in control. We're in control. That's the power we have. We're in control. We control our listeners like the little puppets that they are. My name is Dr. London Smith, and this has been the Jock Doc Podcast. See ya. Okay, okay, well, bye. bye. Your shopping bags bulge outward from the pressure of their contents. You do not regret your purchases, though. Sure, the guy in the alley seemed... Kind of shady, but he promised you the good stuff. You walk along coyly, secretly proud of the adoring glances from the people in the street. Adoring and, well, let's face it, jealous. Yes, these are some fine shopping bags. The best you can get in these parts, the hooded man said. The only catch, he added, is that they would be filled with something odd at first, but as long as you drop the packages off at the locations he wrote on a small wadded-up piece of paper, these bags were free. For a moment you became worried at the red liquid that was currently oozing out. But then you remembered what the man had said. Red ooze comes out of all fancy shopping bags. Hadn't you noticed? You hadn't. But you also did not want to embarrass yourself in front of the kind stranger, so you nodded along. Now, as you drop off the package at various dumpsters throughout the city, you can't help but feel proud of yourself for rising up out of mediocrity like this. Wow, fancy shopping bags. Speaking of rising up out of mediocrity, don't forget to leave a five-star review of the Jock Doc podcast, in which you share about the times when you have unknowingly transferred packages of severed parts throughout the city. 
and consider supporting us by becoming a patron on the Jock Talk Podcast Patreon. And while you're at it, go ahead and share the Jock Talk Podcast with a friend or foe. You can send them a link to your favorite episode, or just send them our handy website, jockdocpodcast.com. We are at Jock Talk Podcast. Thanks for listening.